Well, folks, how are we doing? How are we doing? How are you doing on this fine Sunday morning? It's Sunday here on the B Rhymer podcast. Um, you know, I love waking up to just BS. I love waking up to it. You know, there's a article Fox News produced that I can't seem to pull up. Uh, and people seem to be commenting on it. Um, but it's, I don't know if it's disappeared. I don't know if it's on my end. I don't know what it is. I really don't. All I know is that there's, I guess, an article that Fox News produced saying that Donald Trump and said some things about Governor Ron DeSantis. <sighs> you know, I, folks, let's just be honest. Do you really think the two of them don't buddy-buddy behind closed doors? They don't talk to one another. They don't discuss things. They don't attack one another. They're poly... You know, it's just how things work. Politicians do that. Um, friends do that. You know, I've, I've got friends that I'll sit there... I'll, I'll, they have to take my shirt off my back for them, but I'll also give them... Shit, you know, that's just how people are. You know, Trump has a different mentality than what most people are accustomed to. You know, we've become a society where we think somebody just makes horrible remarks and we go, well, you know, you shouldn't say that. You know, I'm reading most of the comments. People are like, well, he shouldn't have said that. Blah, blah, blah. So professional. Blah, 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 blah. Have you met the guy? Have you? I mean, why, why are you going to get mad at what he's saying towards a fellow Republican that you know is probably not true. It's just that's what they do, you know. They they if you look back in the twenty sixteen election, you know, when he was a candidate, you know, they all attacked e- each other. Um most uh went to his side afterwards, had his back. Um but in the light of that, you know, they attacked each other and they attacked him. And that's just how politics work. If you feed into that, you know, you, you really just don't understand how things work in life. And you really shouldn't comment on it. Um, I'm not mad at him. I like both. Both. And um, I, if you're going to get mad at that, you, you need to get mad at the other things in the world that are said. That um, Biden says, you know, Kamala Harris says. Nancy Pelosi says, you know, they just, just, you gotta let little things like that go. And what's sad is I couldn't pull the article up. Um, I couldn't figure that one out. I, I don't know why I couldn't pull the article up. It was a Fox News article. And I'm going to be honest with you. I don't put a lot of faith in those two news sources, uh, Fox News and Newsmax that much anymore. I used to like both of them. Um, but it seems as though when a change of narrative and politicians, you know, change of side happened, you know, both of them kind of took a different turn. Um, one, one, one to play it safe, you know. Um, it was very, really obvious uh, because when Trump was president, everything was different. You know, there was a lot of conservative talk. There was a lot of... Um, just a lot of good. Um, and I know at times there wasn't. People took things a little too much out of context. You know, news anchors do that. You know, they take offense to something. You know, when Trump starts saying fake news, you know. 
I could see where people got offended. You know, that's what you do for a living. And the guy that you like is going to bash your career and your dream. Uh, but that was his, his, his point, And I understood what point he was making. Um, but some didn't and some took it, you know, the wrong way. Um, it's whatever. I honestly, the guy has an old school mentality. The guy just doesn't care. He's in his seventies. Do you think he really cares? No, no, just doesn't care. And I, I honestly, I don't, those type of stories when I, when I, when they pop up and they have no, nothing with them, when you click on them, they've either been retracted due to there was a miscommunication, um, or something. Somebody went and ran with something. I, I mean, maybe it's on my end, but I, I tried 10 times to pull the article up and couldn't do it. So anyway, I'm, I'm just going to say, folks, you're going to start seeing people coming at one another and you got to learn to just let that go. Um, you know, look at what uh, Kamala and all these people did to Biden. Do you think they really care? No, it's all politicians. It's all money. It's that that's how you get the job. That's how you secure yourself, you know. Um, and plus, you know, who knows? Maybe he might run with DeSantis. I, I got to say this, and, and this is why I'm starting the podcast off of this conversation. Um, I don't particularly like what some conservative and I've just, I've bashed on a lot of conservative constituents um people who I respect um here lately about you know how they conduct their business I know that's their business do whatever you want I just I have a problem with it you know I just that's just my problem I'm not going to sit here and write a book and it be my 20th book in the last two years and, and tell you to buy it. Like, no, I'm just not going to do it. You know, I don't have time to write a book. I don't give a shit about a book. If I got to write a book for anything I have to say, then there's something wrong. You know, it's whatever. You know, just like the TV show thing, just like I said about, you know, election deniers, you know, uh, people have a problem with that. And honestly, it, it, it's not a one-party problem. It's a two-party problem. Both parties do it. It's just the way it is. It fires people up. It gives you a chance to hold on to something so that when it you have another chance, you remember what was done before, and you can act on it. It motivates people. But some people want to just... They want to take that fire away from you, and I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't want to take the fire away from you. That's not how. That's not how this democracy works. That's not how this country works. I can't stand people who say a threat to democracy. Shut the hell up. What the hell do you know? It's like oh, oh, forty years high inflation and 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 gas out the ass, and I can't afford milk. Versus you know breathing, being able to put gas in my car. So fuck you and your, you know, threat to democracy. You obviously don't know what the word means. You obviously don't know what a democracy is if your only catchphrase and your only defense is a threat to democracy. It obviously, in 37 years of my existence on this earth, 
I at one point was in the middle of everything, independent. I, you know, I couldn't vote Democrat or Republican. I just voted whoever I felt was the right candidate. Ninety percent of the time it was, well, I shouldn't say 90, 99% of the time it was Republican. So because of Obama, I took the side of the Republicans. I just didn't agree with him um, and still don't. Uh, but I'm here to tell you, if you can't come up with anything other than threat to democracy, that, that tells me the Republicans are the ones with the ideas and you're just the one that wants to go against the ideas. So who is right? And this is what I always like to present to people. Um, I'm just a blue collar American who I don't have any degrees. I have nothing. All I have is common sense. And my will to a better better life. Um, but when I hear people say right and left, I usually always insinuate that the side that is right will be the right, and that's Republicans. And the side that's left is always the one who has to take anything that a Republican says and does, anything they're for, and go against it. That's That's just how it is. That's just how politics work, you know, and I just don't feel like abortion should be on the ticket. It shouldn't be on the ballot. Why is it such a big, it, it, just like COVID, just like the man-made virus that wiped out, that your tax dollars paid for that wiped out all your friends and family, and, and you're still sitting here wondering uh, uh, what the hell happened. Well, you got screwed, but... Um, they they have no they have no ideas. They all they have are attacks. That's that's all they have. They they have nothing. Nothing. And I know someone's gonna get mad with what I just said. Oh man made virus yeah, your tax dollars bought that virus that killed your friends and family and, and put you through hell for two years and almost took your job from you. Like that's just how great of a country we live in that our own people who are sought to keep us safe did that to us. Now you can sit there and tell me I'm a liar. I'm a conspiracy theorist. I don't really give a shit. You know, I steadfast on how I feel and how I believe, and I'm not apologizing for a damn thing I have to say to anybody. We funded something and we got screwed with our own funding doesn't matter who is to blame doesn't matter which side it happened we got fucked and we look like a bunch of fucking idiots in this country right now because we think our democracy is threatened by a politician boo fucking who people lost their grandmother and couldn't go to the funeral because a governor told them oh Oh, or a public appointed government official told them, Oh, you are not allowed to go. You are killing everyone. Mm. And it just so happened it vanished out of thin air, didn't it? I went to the ER, and I've, I've said this. I've actually went to the ER a couple times for a few things I've had happen with me or my wife. Or COVID's not a big thing anymore. It's not. You can tell me it is. Oh, yeah. Protocol, protocol. It's no different than what it was before all this happened in 2020. I'm going to tell you what, what it seems like to me. 
it seems like to me a lot like 9-11. When 9-11 happened and how things changed, that's kind of how this went. Uh, people became more uh, health aware than they were before. Um, people became uh, just more, more people changed the way they did their daily habits. You know, people wore you know masks when they're sick. People, you know, cared a lot more about their health, washing their hands, uh, getting, I guess, living a better life, which is good. Um, just like when we were going through 9-11, you know, afterwards, you know, we needed that push in the right direction to for safety. You know, it sucked. It happened. A lot of people died for that. But hey we were too relaxed to start with and and that's just how things roll um it's very sad i hate that it happens that way but as a society you know we're always going to be presented and there's always going to be a loss of life for there to be a greater purpose and a greater awareness on something um it's just how it goes um, 9-11, I have my thoughts and views on that, meaning I've talked about it being an inside job. And I know people go, well, you're one of them conspiracy theory kooks. No, I just have my – when you live 37 years and you go from one stance to another, meaning you you kind of are neutral and then you just – you're 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 pro Republican all of a sudden. You know, you you just something tweaked you and something makes you go back and through history and look at historical events and maybe have a different outlook on them after how you see how politics goes, you know. Um so that's just that's just how I how I just I I'm looking at it. I do believe it was an inside job and I do believe will never, ever know the truth, especially when you have terrorists still sitting, awaiting a trial after 20-something years. It's You're looking at 21 years of nothing happening to them. It just, it, it, it and, and we, you think... And you think and you look at that, but then you see the insurrection that is being driven towards Trump. And I, I don't I don't have time for stupidity like that. People want to tell me, oh, you should have a you should you should be angry about that. No, no, I'm not going to be angry about something other people chose to do. Wow, Trump Trump ins in, you know, he insurrected the insurrection. He was the ringleader. Well, you can't go after him when all through 2020, the summer of 2020, we had complete and utter chaos ensuing in this country. Um, and if you go out back through history, you will see that sometimes uh, when there's a Republican president, there seems to be a lot of that. Um, there seems to be a lot of destruction. There seems to be a lot of um, people rioting and complaining and, and there being issues. Um, and I blame that on the liberals. I blame that on the Democrats who who don't stop people 
from having that opinion and having that anger to destroy other people's property. Um, and I think that's wrong. And I think they need to be held accountable. You know, you say, well, Trump was the president. Nah, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, but they weren't happening here in Orlando. They weren't happening anywhere here in Florida. It seemed to only happen in areas of huge democratic, uh, uh, surveillance and huge democratic uh, communities. That seems to be where a lot of this always happens is in those communities, in those places that, um, that are majority Democrat, where there are no Republicans. Um, you know, and, and you say, well, you know, it happened on his dime. No, no, he, he sat there and did exactly what he was going to do, and that is not going to get involved. You know, he asked the governors and the mayors, do they need help? And they said no. So, you know, what can you do? You can't blame him. Do you see a riot or any looting going on currently? I don't. But we have a Democratic president. Meaning people aren't trying to overthrow or not trying to make a political figure look bad. That is a Democrat move in a stronghold that seems to have happened uh, all throughout history where, you know, you have that. And people say, well, no, it's just a coincidence that. No, it's not a coincidence. Just go back and look. Look at who were the ones inciting the riots. Look at the ones who were pushing for them. I mean, uh, Reverend Al, you know, Al Sharpton and Reverend Jesse, I, I, I can't tell, Jesse Jackson, you know, they... They're as much to blame for their stupidity as the Democrats who pose the riots of 2020 are. Um, I hate Al Sharpton and I hate Jesse, Reverend Jesse, Jesse Jackson. I think they're the hor- I think they're horrible fucking people. I don't think that they're on the side of civil rights or justice because you don't use your platform to provoke violence. You don't. That's not how you. That's not how things work. You have a problem with something, you do it in a manner that is of appropriate uh, nature, and that's not. So I have a huge problem with the two of them. I think they're horrible scumbag people that should be thrown in jail before anybody like Trump or anybody who is thrown in jail should be uh, – that people feel should be thrown in jail because that's usually the comment I usually make. You know, People are like, well, you know, that was your boy. No, no, let's get this – let's get this – let's settle this. I've said this before. He is a great president. I have a lot of respect for him. Um, but the stuff that happened outside of his presidency, meaning people taking action on their own, you know, if he was in the group walking into the building to do all that, yes, I would say he was completely wrong. He shouldn't have done that. But he didn't do anything any differently to put himself in a bad position. To where, to where he he um, you know he was the leader of this. He just he agreed that, and I agreed that the election was stolen. The people who took it upon themselves to do it, yes, they were wrong. But I will say this: what they did was minimal compared to what I have seen throughout history. Um, that little stunt. Was and you have to sometimes just look at it and go, 
I, you just you just have to look at it and go. They made a very stupid decision, and they should be held accountable for it. But at the same time, you just sometimes wonder. You know, you just sometimes wonder how true some of it is. You know, there was an extreme loss of life. There was an extreme loss of people being uncomfortable, um, people breaking and entering. I mean, but people do that all the time, and people get thrown in jail for it. So, but we give all these people from the summer of 2020, uh, we give these people from 2016, 2015 race riots that, uh, which I will say, I will say that in Obama's presidency, we did have that. I will take that back. I did forget about that. Um, we did have a lot of that during his presidency, but I think it was more geared towards the fact that he was black and that people felt like he was going to change something. Uh, and I feel like a lot of people took that and rode with it. I think that he's the one exception. I don't remember it happening too much. with a, may have happened a little bit with Clinton, but I don't remember them being that severe. Um, but I know George Bush... Senior had a lot of riots going on, and I know there was a lot of riots going on in his presidency um, to make him look bad. And and you can say, well, that's bullshit. Well, that's your opinion. I I I respect it, but listen to me when I tell you, Democrats and liberals will push an agenda to a point that they don't care how much destruction and war they create until they get what they want um, because when I look at now like I look at what pisses me off the most is this whole we voted for $15 an hour minimum wage but yet I walk into a store and there's nobody working or a lot of stores close or a lot of stores can't function properly because they have nobody there and what I find funny it's always the ones who and I know it's not always that but it always seems to be the ones that I remember because I do venture to a lot of places, and I do talk to a lot of people, and a lot of people who wanted $15 an hour are right now currently unemployed, whereas the ones who didn't want it all are unfortunately employed suffering right now because of people's stupidity. Now, if you hate America that much that you feel like you're entitled to just, to, to, to just helping watching it destroy itself by voting for shit that you just don't, you know you're not going to do or be a part of, but yet you vote for it anyways and then you just dip like you just don't give a shit, you're the problem with this country. You should be shot in the fucking head for this shit. This is why I think at some point in time we should just have an all-out either purge or civil war amongst ourselves because so many people are just so fucking nasty about anything that goes on in this country. They just, and it's true, I, I remember the statement from uh, The Dark Knight, uh, the one with the Joker, Heath Ledger, where, you know, Alfred tells Bruce, Batman, that some men just want to watch the world burn. That's 100% sure. True. Um <clears throat> I do believe there are people in this country currently that love to watch anarchy, that love to watch people be uncomfortable, that love to watch uh, complete destruction and a dismantling of our country, people attacking one another. Those people are psychopaths. 
those people need help. But you can't, you can't push, and I've always said that we need to push mental health screenings. We need to push mental health, um, everything. Uh, look at Aaron Carter, who just passed away yesterday. Um, that kid had a lot of demons. I don't care what you tell me. I don't care how sad. I'm, I'm going to be honest. I hate to talk shit about people who die. I do. I, you know, because you can't change the fact they're dead. But five, six years ago, when I seen him and I seen the tattoos on his face and neck, I knew he had already signed his death certificate. I knew he was, he was done. The way he was talking and acting and his movements and how he, he was not right. Not right. And you look at Nick Carter's brother, you look at other, uh, people, they don't, they didn't have that. You know, I, I think there was something wrong with him that he just couldn't talk about. You know, I think there was something that happened when he was a kid that he just, you know, nobody wanted to listen to him. He didn't, he, he recessed whatever it was in the back of his mind and he just brought it out in drugs and abuse on things and he destroyed his own life. Um, uh, unfortunately. Um, and I know that's, that's hard to say. That's really hard to say. And it's really sad. It's really a sad situation when you see that. I've lost a lot of friends lately. Um, and you want to know what the number one reason why they're dying? They're not dying because they just die of natural causes. They're dying of drug and overdoses. They're dry. They're, they're, they're dying of relapsing. Um, and I always tell people, the, the first time you take a hit from, and, and, and I know people talk about weed and have a disagreement. Weed is weed. I see benefits in weed. I actually partake in it. I actually don't mind talking about it. Whereas I used to, to, I used to hate it. I used to hate to be clarif- you know, classified as a stoner. I used to hate to be, uh, I used to just not like it. But then now that it has positive and, and it's got health benefits, you know, I think I'm, I'm all for it. I'm a Republican, all for it. I'm a conservative, all for it. You know, I'm 100%. I, I chose it over alcohol and other things. You know, my only issue was, other than smoking weed, eating gummies, um, was I had a drinking problem. I gave that up. I'm almost two years sober. sober. Um, but, you know, I've always tell people, and I don't hold back, that... When you first take that first hit of any hardcore drug, meth, coke, cocaine, heroin, you're signing your death certificate, unfortunately. Um, pills, same thing. If you abuse pills, you're slowly killing yourself. Um, you're shortening your life. I know, every, I know people say, well, everything shortens your life. Well, <sighs> drugs actually are something that have a hold on you. Um, and that's something that... I just see a lot of, and I don't mean to get on this topic, but you know, as we're talking about Aaron Carter and this sad situation that he's in, um, where he's unfortunately passed and his family has to mourn his life and, and miss their brother, their son, their friend, you know, he chose that. He chose it from the moment he decided to do it. And I know some people say, well, I've been sober for five, 10, 20 years. Like, 
it's not easy. It's not. That drug is still coursing through your vein because every day you have to fight the urge to not do it. Now, I'm happy to say I don't fight. I don't I don't worry about alcohol. You know, non-alcohol. Ah, I wish I could talk today. Non-alcoholic beers are the best thing in the world. Um, and actually, they've come a long way. Sam Adams has a great one. If you're fighting alcoholism or you want to try to stop or slow down, try uh, Just the Haze by Sam Adams. You'll love it. Uh, Guinness has a ripoff of their drought that's just phenomenal. There's options other than O'Doul's um, that are out there. And people think, well, when they think non-alcoholic beer, they think O'Doul's. No, there's a lot of options out there. And if you just want to just take a healthier alternative, I, I'm all for it. Um, but not to talk too much about uh, drugs and Aaron Carter, but sad issue. Unfortunately, I think that uh, we'll never know the real reason as to why he passed. Um, we may. Um, but they're always going to say, well, he died of a heart attack or he died of this, that. But what caused that, you know? 34 years old and you just you just die uh, yeah you're too young to die if you've had no other health issues uh, you weren't in bad health you're 34 years old you didn't just die because you just had old age or natural causes no you you did something so it's unfortunate I, I really pray for the family um, but at the end of the day, folks, you take that first hit, you sign your death certificate. So always think about that. Always tell people that. That's why I always tell people, make the right choice. You make your own choices. Nobody makes them for you. If you listen to what someone tells you, you are a weak-minded person. Don't do what everybody tells you to do, so... Anyway, that was my PSA on drugs for the day, but sad, but, you know, back to politics. It's just, folks, we got, we got an illegal immigrant issue in this country where, you know, you look at what happened to Paul Pelosi, and I'm staying away from the majority of talking about that. I, I've looked at it, and you just, it's like the Ann Hatch thing where you just, yeah, there's there's just things that don't make any sense. And I know because of certain things that revolve and drama and, and people that want to just make something out of nothing, it makes you think, you know, it just makes you think. Um, I do believe that there's something not right about that. Um, and I do believe if we had better immigration laws, he may not have gotten hit in the head and almost died. I hate that that happened to him, but you're on the side of pro-illegal immigration, and you got hit in the head by one, and you were nonchalant, worried, not worried about it, and the cops witnessed it, and it was like, boom. So, there's just a lot to that that I just, I just, I, I don't, I don't know. You know, it's like the Kyrie Irving thing. I, I stay away from that because I haven't really looked into it. 
And from what I have looked into, it's just kind of one of those things where you just go, you know, you just, you know, Paul Pelosi, you just, you, you really hate that that happened to somebody. Uh, I can't be a vicious, nasty person to a Democrat just because of their you know, misfortune. You know, that's just not how things work. You know, if something happened to me, I would hope that somebody like him would have some remorse, you know, would actually care, you know, but I don't know. The Kyrie Irving thing, you know, the Nets are allowed to do what they want to do, and they are. They're you know going to suspend him five games without pay. And whether you care about this topic or not, it, it is a topic that he talked about anti-Semitic Jewish things, I guess, about a movie I guess he saw. And I, I don't know all the ins and outs of it. I'm just going to just discuss with you that I'm going to play it safe on this one, that each side is allowed to have their view on it you know he did apologize but at the same time i think that you as a sports figure you walk a fine line and i think that anything i i get what he was trying to say and what he was implementing um and i don't know whether or not he meant it in a way of it was taken, but I can say this, that Kyrie Irving is really, since the COVID days, has really been on the, everyone's shit list. And I, I just kind of wonder if he just doesn't get singled out because of his views. Um, I'm neither for nor against it. I, the, honestly, NBA, I, I tried to watch Magic Game last night, and it was, I don't know a single person on the team. And it was just hard to watch. Have you sat and actually watched an NBA game? And I'm going to say this LeBron sucks. Since Kobe and Jordan, there hasn't been a good basketball player on the court in quite a while. Uh, LeBron has a talent. And that talent is he's a good player. I just think he could have been so much better. Um, you look at how long he's played in the league and you go, oh, he's about to surpass Kareem Abdul-Jabbar for the most points in the NBA. Well, he's been in the NBA 20 years. And he was in the NBA when he was 18 years old. Uh, he's played consistently. He hasn't been injured. Uh, Jordan missed his sophomore year of the NBA. Like He only played like a handful of games that season. Came back for the playoffs. He missed a huge part of his career right there. Plus, he went to college. Um, Kareem had a pretty sub, you know, great, decent career where he was great for a long time, and then his skills were reduced, and he wasn't scoring as much. But he could get a few points here and there. And when you play 20 years, like Kobe did, you have quite a bit of points that you can accumulate. So um, do I think he's better than Jordan or any of the other? No. I, I don't think that LeBron deserves the hype that he gets. Um, I don't. I don't believe it. I believe Jordan and Kobe and Kareem and Magic. I think those guys and Shaq, I, I think they deserve a lot more credit than he does. I think he is 
and I'm not saying that because of his views on the things he says. I don't, I don't give a shit about that. I think he's an idiot. He's wrong half the time. He just, he takes a narrative from the liberals and he wants to run with it. Um, and that's just, he's allowed to do that. I, you know, and I'm allowed not to pay him any attention or watch any of his games or buy any of his jerseys. So that's what I do in my defense for what he does. So do I think he deserves the first or second spot or even the third spot all time great? No, I don't think he does. I think he's maybe top five. He's probably the fifth best player in the league all time, but I don't think he's the third, second, or first. Um, he's not that good. He's a big guy who is very talented, but has used his talents in a very negative way. Um, in a lazy way. Um, he's playing in a lazy league. I was watching the game last night, and I just, I, I was watching it going, why is the center out on the perimeter when that's where point guards and shooting guards and small forwards go? The bigs stay in the middle, but the lane is wide open. And it's just, it's not exciting to watch anymore. There's not good ball movement. There's not a good player that has a skill that's superb versus everyone else. There's no stars on it. It's a team game, and it's boring. It's gotten to be just as bad as the WNBA, and I think that people think that, oh, the NBA is so great, and these guys get paid a lot of money to throw a ball around, and they're they're not good. They're not. Um, I, I'm on a sports tangent now, but... I'm just saying that, you know, Kyrie, at the end of the day, he said what he said. The Nets are allowed to do what they want to do, and they're going to do it. Uh, if I was Kyrie, I just wouldn't give a sh- and I would just, I would just say, oh, well, not going to play, not going to apologize. You know, nobody wants to listen to anything I had to say other than they want an apology. Uh, I honestly could care less about the situation. It's not like he's the first or the last to make a comment like that. Um, and I think he needs to do what he feels is best. And I think the Nets need to, too, as well. And I think that what needs to happen is they need to part ways because I think their uh, relationship in general as a player and organization is soured um, much, much uh, before this happened, a long time ago. Um, so I think it's time then the two part ways. And I think that's what he needs to do is part ways. He's he's really not the same Kyrie Irving he once was. Um, he's much older. He says things and people, you know, they, they get mad. And then, then people are going to, you know. So anyways, I'm just not going to give my point other than everybody involved. They're allowed to have their view on it. Um, because at the end of the day, it just is what it is, you know? So, oh, well, I, I need to move on. <laughs> I don't want, I wasn't going to talk about it because I, I, I really have not paid too much attention to it. I've really just kind of looked at the basics and just went, because you, you just don't know anymore when there's a guy like him who has been in the news negatively, is he going to be viewed by his comments positively? No, he's not. Uh, anything he says, he's going to be ridiculed for. So I don't get involved with it. It's a sports thing. 
uh, I don't like the Nets. I don't like the NBA in general anymore. Um, it's a sad, sad state of events uh, that there's nobody good anymore. I don't think they. I think they're overpaid idiots, and I think that they need to all be reduced just like the WNBA players. Um, I, at this point, I don't think they're any better or any worse than they are. Really, I can't tell the difference anymore watching basketball, whether it's a group, group of guys or a group of girls anymore. I, I can't. So you can take that. You can like it or not like it. I don't really care. I don't. <sighs> what else is going on out there? I got NFL games on the day. Uh, the NFL, I don't have a problem per se. I could care less. It's just like, I mean, college football, I watched it yesterday. Great entertainment. Not political. Um, bunch of kids just trying to make it big. And it's, it's exciting. Um, the NFL, not as exciting as it used to be, just like the NBA. I, I don't believe in these calls that we're making up now. I don't believe I, – I, and that's the thing. You know, you, you just look at kneeling aside, you know, and all the political uh, Colin Kaepernick bullshit that has come from it and Roger Goodell, you know, pan, you know virtue signaling. You know, you, you go back and you just look at the calls and you look at where we are. You know, I can remember watching Troy Aikman and Steve Young get just getting blasted game after game after game after game. You know, if their offensive line either was trying to make a statement or just sucked, they got screwed. Um, guys like Tom Brady can last, you know, at 45 because he hasn't been hit very much. You know, he's played in more of a uh, protected NFL. Um, then that of Troy Aitman, Brett Favre, you know, Brett Favre did play in a sort of a protected NFL, um, but he didn't start out that way. I know that Troy Aitman and Steve Young and those guys, you know, they really, really hurt themselves, you know, and you go back and you look at just not those, you know, quarterbacks, you got to look at other players, uh, I, I was reading where one football player, I, I can't find the article, I I just I, I I was not going to talk about it, but um, yeah, I, I don't I don't see it anywhere. Um, but anyway, yeah, he um he he just he I guess he's got a lot of issues since he's retired from the NFL. A lot of them do. Um, and he was a big, I think, a defensive lineman. No, no, he's a cornerback. Cornerback. Not a quarterback. A cornerback uh, who has issues. So it happens. It really does happen. And, you know, you just have to – that's the downside to, to, to the NFL, you know, to being popular, to being – living that lifestyle. You know, you, you, you want it, but – uh, at the end of the day, you're sacrificing your health for it. So there's never going to be a solution. You, I mean, the only way you're going to stop it is just stop t tackling all. There's no safe way to tackle somebody in a in a in a uh, in a uh, fast-paced sport like that. You know, so you either just take the chance, hope that you come out, 
and you can live another 20 years after you retire or you just live a next 20 years scatterbrained and half retarded I guess excuse my language I know some people are going to be offended by me using the word retarded um, but I'm not a pussy I use words just like I would uh, in general so if it offends you I don't care um, grow a sack stop being a pussy and just take words as words and move on so anyway <sighs> Is anybody a fan of Dr. Oz? This whole thing with him, uh, this guy he's running against, what's his name, Fetterman? He's a fucking idiot. He's got issues. Speaking of mental health issues, he's got a lot of them, and he looks like he's played football. I could care less about that guy. He looks like a steaming pile of, I am a fucking idiot. Um, and Dr. Oz is a respectable guy. It's just, I don't... <laughs> I don't know. I just don't see him as a politician, but whatever. So, uh, if he wins, great. If he doesn't, then ugh, that that's kind of sad, but whatever. Um, Oz, I think, would be a better fit. I think uh, a lot of people are going to vote for him, and I think he's going to win. Um, like I said, I I'm. Just beside myself on this whole how can you still vote Democrat after I've been like I've said I've been alive 37 years and at most I can't side with a side that makes no sense it's just it's like there's a group in this country that just wants to destroy it they want to just destroy. They want to implode it from from the inside and just watch everybody just suffer. And it's almost like you know. I've always told people there's there's groups of people in this world, and there is that when you're happy in a relationship, there'll always be somebody who wants to be your friend just to be your friend to watch you suffer in that relationship and start shit. Um, I've seen it firsthand. Um, there are people who long for that. They love doing that. They love it. And they're the same ones who vote Democrat because they will vote for policies and, and things and laws that hurt people because they love it. They love turmoil. They're, they're like I told you, they're psychotic. They're fucking, they're, they're psychi uh, psychopaths. They have that mindset of destruction and watching the world burn. And I really do believe that that saying means a lot. Um, but, you know, people will, you know, they're, they're just going to say whatever, you know. Um, I don't know. I, I honestly, I think we need to push mental health and I think we need to... I think we need to, to, to start early when people are young and we need to move on until they're much older to uh, really see and, and to just have an open mind about it. And if there is issues, we need to fix them. Um, with all the drugs and all this, if we can come up with a vaccine for a, a, a virus that we made with our tax dollars, then how hard is it for us to make uh, drugs to help mental illness? 
Uh, I know one weed actually is a very positive one, not Coke, not heroin. You don't want to give people needles like we want to do in all these other states and cities that are run by Democrats because we want to try to think that we're being woke and cool. And the, I just want to just clarify something with you. Some of you liberals think the word woke, that when we say it as a right-wing conservative, that we're saying it because you're saying, well, we're for we're for affirmative action and we're for uh, equal rights for all. That's not, that's, that's, no. You haven't made it that way. You, you claim it's that, but it's not. It's the woke is not what you are making it out to be. Woke is people who are, from my point, against everything that a non-woke conservative is for. And that's why it's, the term is used so so much, and it's used so uh, it's used uh, as an attack against liberals. And liberals think that they can't understand it, so they lie. They tell the story of how oh, it's for it's for equal rights for all, and 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 to stop slavery, and to stop racism, and to stop all this bigotry. That's not no. That's not 100% what it's about. And you can sit there and lie out your ass all day and tell me that's what it's for. And I'm going to keep telling you, no, it's not. Be honest with everybody. And, and, and people who are promoting it, wanting to say, oh, I'm, I'm woke. I'm so woke. So you mean to tell me you're against the, you're against the Republican. You're against anything they say. You're just a liberal who just wants to make a mess out of this world because that's woke. Woke is watching the world burn. Woke is inciting riots in the summer of 2020 because you believe in uh, in fighting for something that's stupid. I get it. I get it. We're in 2022, actually. And in 2020, we fought... And we, and we let the media destroy it and take our voice and just distraught it and just, and just, just turn it into a, a, just, just, just stomp on it, I guess you could say. We, we just took everything that we ever knew. And, and it's not just in 2020. We've done it 2015, 16. Anytime that a white a cop shot and killed a black person, I mean, we had to make it about race. And you see how things go, and, and and people are so stupid they just don't stop and think you know I'm not I'm not getting involved. No, they they want to get involved because half the time they're virtue signaling or they're black and they want to act like their entitlement is something that they need to be pushing. No, you know I've always discussed that Barack Obama becoming president was good and bad. It was probably the worst possible. He was one of the worst presidents of our time. But he and people will tell you he isn't. People people worship their Messiah um, because he you know they want to virtue signal. They want to they want to be woke. Um, he was a liberal. He was a Democrat. That doesn't make him a bad person. What makes him a bad person is he just he didn't do anything. He was way too neutral. He pushed Obamacare, which is just socialist medical insurance. Uh, and it's just it, not medical insurance, but just medical care. You know, it, it just it never it didn't work out. It didn't. 
Um, but he was the worst president because he gave a group of people this entitlement that they didn't have. And I, I know I have to watch what I say about this. And I'm all for, I, uh, look, you can call me a racist. I don't give a shit. I'm not going to apologize to you. This is my podcast and my views. He was the token black guy. Let's just say that. And he was put in power, and a bunch of people just, they saw it as a, as a chance to ridicule white people, to use the word racist and racism loosely to a point of attacking one another. And I think that that was not a very good look for our country. And what I don't like is how people like Ben Carson and people who are black who run conservatively um, get treated uh, very opposite of what Barack Obama got treated. And I don't think that was right. I think that if you're a uh, politician, I think that if you're for politics and you are for Black Lives Matter – and you want to sit here and you want to call people racist and race and, and talk about racism. Well, you're continue, you know, you have black people who are Republican and you ridicule them. What about Herschel Walker? People want to sit here and bash the poor guy. He is a beloved staple in Georgia being just ran through the ringer for no apparent reason because he's a conservative. Oh, he's Uncle Tom. Oh, he's he's he, oh, the Republicans and whites can have him. And then they come up with all these lies to tell about oh, uh, he he's he's only conservative because because uh uh uh, uh of this or that or whatever bullshit lie they come up. No. He's black just like Obama. If you can't support him or you can't just be honest and say you just don't like him because he's Republican. Just tell the truth. Stop coming up with lies to, to, to just demean someone's character like that. That's just slander, and that's horrible. Really fucking horrible, and I'm ashamed of some of you for how some of you act towards fellow blacks who don't see eye to eye with you because they're conservative. You're a horrible piece of shit of a person that you want to talk about Black Lives Matter, but you don't want to talk about Republican Black Lives. That's horrible. You want to talk about rising up and entitlement. You want to talk about uh, uh, being self-aware and woke. Well, be woke and self-aware and be a great black person by supporting other black people in in your community that don't see eye to eye. You can at least say, well, he's, a, he's my brother, but I'll pray for him. You know, that's, that's a nice gesture. Not, oh, he's Uncle Tom. He's a freaking piece of shit. Blah, 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 blah. Like, horrible. I'm going to vote for him just because of how much crap he gets. Plus, I also like Herschel Walker. I don't like Democrats. I'm sorry. I've always made the comment that, you know, you guys... There's Democrats in this world that are smart, and there's some stupid Republicans. There are, but there are some really stupid, just stupid fucking idiot liberals. And there's some really stupid Republicans, but there's some really smart ones. So, I don't know. All I know is that at the end of the day, what? who are we? Who are we anymore?
we make no sense in our political views. We we bash. We talk about black lives and white lives, and we talk about this life and this person. But at the end of the day, that's not what it's about. It's about uh, um, a false narrative that you have to vote a certain way because that's just how it has to be. No, that's not. Uh, if somebody tells you to vote that way and you can't think for yourself, you and that person are wrong. You both don't. You both need to just be put on an island somewhere and left alone. I don't let anybody persuade my politics, to be honest with you. My parents aren't. Um, they're not big, poli- you know, into politics. They don't like to talk about it. They have a little more lately. They are against Joe Biden. Um, they weren't a hundred percent on DeSantis or Trump. They're just always critical people, and I get it. They they have the the right to be, but they don't vote. They don't they don't get out. They don't do anything. Um, it's really sad. Um, I've just learned to just start doing my own research, not watching news. Um, kind of going through the news articles, reading them. Kind of going through and and looking at different statements on the internet and finding my answers from something other than Google. Um, I I think that's the best thing to do. Um, Use other platforms to find your answers, to find your, you know, do your research. Um, Because Google and Facebook is not, they're not the place to find it. Um, I look at half the stuff that's on Facebook and I just laugh, you know, it's just, it's sad at, at how they push so hard for one, uh, narrative and that being the left to, to just spew their, their hate and anger for Donald Trump and Trump supporters. But in a minute you do it, uh, to, to, to something other than, you know, what they're for. You're anti-Semitic, you're racist, you're a bigot, you're just a horrible fucking person. And that makes no sense to me. That makes none. You know, God put us on this planet to love one another. Whether you believe in him or not, whether you believe in the Bible, whether you go to church, it doesn't matter. At the end of the day, if you love your fellow brother and you love your neighbor, thy neighbor, as long as you love and you push love, and you sit here, and you don't attack one another, you're fine. I just don't understand how we've lost so much of that through the years. And, it, it, and honestly, you know, you look through the early days of uh, people like Paul Harvey, uh, their radio broadcasts, their, you know, you look at a lot of you know, Johnny Carson's uh, TV show, you know, late night show. You you go back through the past and you look at how much love there was for one another. I mean, I'm sure behind the scenes they hated one another, but there wasn't lashing out there like there is now. There wasn't uh, just utter stupidity to, to to allow things to be said. I think Stephen Colbert is the worst, the worst piece of shit in the world because he just says. It does things that make me cringe. And I go, how? I never liked the guy. Never. You know, I don't like Jimmy Kimmel very much. He's okay. He's not perfect. He's not who he portrays himself as. Just like Jimmy Kimmel. 
Jimmy Fallon. You know, these guys, they, 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 they don't portray, they portray themselves to be somebody they're not. When in their past, they were all for the same things you and I are for. They just, they learned and they had so many people in their, in their entourage who, who influence <clears throat> everything they say and do. Um, Kanye West. I mean, I, 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 I listen to him and I just let him rant, rave, and do whatever he wants. Whether he's right or wrong, I don't care. He's not hurting me. Some of the things he says is pretty interesting. And I like the fact that he's saying the things he's saying. He should be allowed to say the things he says. Let him say it. Let him do it. What's the problem? Yeah, it, it doesn't look good, you know, but whatever. Is he, is he, you know, you had no problem listening to his rap and buying his CDs all these years. What's the problem now? So that's the only thing. So anyway, folks, I'm going to cut this one short. I'm going to let you be until next time, folks. God bless. And I will see you next time. Stay well. Make sure to vote. The midterms are very important. Every vote counts. Take care. God bless.